Welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Victory! Oh, Irish crickets. Ready for mine? Irish crickets. And you know what? This special Irish crickets because Coors Light is a sponsor of today's episode. Mm. I love myself a Coors Light. Irish cricket, Coors Light. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I mean, Dylan needs a Coors Light commercial. How do they not offer him that? How do they not make him It's the, an outrage. You know, I try to it. get it. You know, when we were doing some Johnny Walker stuff, I tried to get them to replace the walking man with you. You know, we did those limited bottles with you on it, but I'm like, Dylan should be the striding man, the walking yes, man, whatever the they call man. him. And they actually, at one stage, they had the, I, I had the whole setup you know, yeah the top hat and yeah the, uh, the coat and all yeah, that we did it that for great. the commercial doug maybe you yeah. can use one of your wild connections and he can be the proper 12 whiskey there walking man what do you think of that there doug did you call the your guy i called man. my guy he said if he if dylan can last in the cage with connor then uh, <laughs> he can be the face of it by the way proper 12 they're the luckiest people in the world did you see that knockout that was like i don't know yeah. one, of, one of the big fights this guy gets dropped and kevin it looks like he's landing on a mark He's right next flat to on his back 12. and right above his head, proper 12 whiskey. <laughs> it's like Conor McGregor, man. The guy just... It's Ken Austin, wow. man. My boy Ken Austin knows how to make those things happen. But who watched Who watched Tyson? Why? Oh, I didn't see it. What? Oh, what? I forgot all about it. Who won? <laughs> I had okay. no idea. All right, Dylan let's lives in his own world. It's there, it was Thanksgiving this weekend. Thanksgiving, right? yes. And, and on Saturday night of Thanksgiving, Kev, um, wow. Jake Paul uh, beat up Nate Robinson he knocked him out in humiliating fashion. I don't know who who they those guys are. So. Okay, Nate, Nate Robinson, Robinson was the little basketball player. That the little it. basketball. He was on the Knicks. He okay. was on the Bulls. Okay. He's an all star. He's yeah. about five. I don't know. Was yeah, he? he's, he's he's literally won the slam dunk contest yep. three times. He's super athletic, and he got humiliated by a YouTuber. But whatever. That just wow. is what it is. Yeah, but Tyson then fought Roy, Roy Jones. Jones. Yeah, I remember seeing about that. Who won that? Tyson, well, they called it a draw, which I thought was silly. I mean, Tyson, I felt looked good. I, I mean, I... Uh, yeah, would, let me ask you, Doug. Do you regret paying 50 bucks for that fight? I don't. Either do I. You know what? I was actually like, why am I doing this? To be honest with you, I, I love Mike, who I actually... I did a pilot with Mike Tyson, and he was on Entourage, obviously. But uh, I love him, and I thought it was going to be uncomfortably embarrassing, and I didn't think so. I actually, like, was terrified at how good Mike looked. To me, it felt like he was holding back a little bit. It did. It felt like he could have dropped Roy at will, but also Tyson was the promoter. I think the next... I think you're going to see Tyson Holyfield. What do you think of that? I think it's a possibility. But, you know, Tyson, you could see the punches, and Roy was not... Not shy to say, like he he was hurt from some of those shots, and yeah. and and Tyson still has speed, mm-hmm. and I don't know, it was a, it was a little scary, well, but it's it was set up for a second one for sure. Well, I mean, you also don't want to see these, you know, they're fifty. What are they, Doug? Fifty three and fifty one. You don't want to see anybody get hurt. Yeah, you know and what I mean? and Roy Jones is not really a heavyweight. I I don't think uh, Roy Jones will get back in the ring with Tyson. I don't think, but. Uh, I loved seeing Mike. Were there any really solid shots? There were a couple. There were a couple. No, no man went down? No. Tyson, I don't think, got hurt at all. Roy Jones, I would be surprised if he felt great the next day. I mean, it was I, a high-end, they called it a high-end sparring session, but they were throwing punches. You know what I yeah. mean? And Roy was doing Roy, and Tyson was doing Tyson. They looked like older versions of themselves, but Tyson wow. looked like a better older version of himself than Roy. Yeah, Doug? Tyson okay. looked like he was moving, and the power still looked frightening to me. I mean, mm. I would not want to be anywhere near that punch. I would like to see you two in a cage. Yeah. yeah. You and Connolly. We could do that. We could do that. <laughs> yeah, what um, did you guys do for Thanksgiving? I had some turkey, a high-end prefix. Mm. Cost me a fortune. I, <laughs> I like high-end prefix. I was Doug? home alone. We were we were following CDC guidelines and being locked up. I didn't even, you know, uh, my kids, uh, 
they didn't want me near the grandparents because there's two houses going on. So it was just Sarah and I, and she cooked for like 14 cook. people, though. She, it was she insane. She can really cook, right? She I've can been watching cook. her. She can cook. Amazing My dishes. girl is slightly jealous of, of Sarah's skills in the kitchen. She says, do you wish I could cook like Sarah? I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Sarah's doing some good stuff. And as long as we're on her, then this weekend, Sarah had a Lifetime movie out that Johnny Drama would have been perfect for. But she was in uh, Once Upon a Main Street with Vanessa Lachey on Lifetime Christmas movie. Christmas it was great. movie. Yeah. I got a DVR and I'll be watching it. And truthfully, yeah. Doug, I found out about that on your social media. I like that. Now Connelly finally follows me. I'm well, not sure you like it. My girlfriend Amy was telling me about that because she loves those Lifetime movies. I mean, it's amazing. Those movies, they're good. They, they turn him out. Vanessa was great. And, uh, you know, I posted Sarah with a bottle of champagne. And you know what? I got a bunch of texts. They said uh, French crickets with the champagne. <laughs> French, I like French crickets. I got, uh, I got something. I am happy to announce that uh, Zulai and I will be welcoming a baby at the end of May, early June. Whoa. Yes, I'm going to be a dad. Oh, it's my uh, God. It's about time. I, I am going to be a dad. Yeah, listen, I am over <laughs> the moon, excited. Uh, Nervous, I guess, all the things that you... I mean, you guys get it, right? Yeah. What do yeah, I have to look have forward two, to? Are two kids. Are you going to name it Doug or no? Kevin. No, 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 no. <laughs> Kevin Jr. Is and this... you guys will not be Uncle Doug and Uncle what? Kevin. Because uh, like, yeah, I don't buy into that. What right? about Godfather or something? <laughs> I don't I'd like buy to be into Godfather. that. It's like, you're, you're, you're Doug and you're Kevin. Mr. Doug, Mr. Kevin with all... That's it. You know, but uncles, you're you call, You come to my house on the day of my daughter's <laughs> wedding and not to ask for a favor? You but... wouldn't really be the uncle. That's do, all. Do you know... uncle. Boy or girl, do you know? I do know. I think we're going to keep that one uh, under, the, uh, under the hat all for right. a minute. Okay. Um, Congratulations. Then, That's you. amazing. I thank think you. you're actually, Kevin will be a great dad. Kevin was great. Uh, you both were, but Kevin was great with my son when he was on the show and, and Maya, who was on for a little bit. My daughter had one line. She was Billy Wash's uh, daughter who wanted maple syrup, I believe. <laughs> right. But Lucas was like a series regular. Lucas yeah. was a series regular, which we'll get to season two, episode nine, which. Episode nine, Comic Con. Ari's got some random kid on his shoulders. I saw that. Yeah. And this episode is going to be interesting to talk about because we really. Really and truly, I say this a lot, had no clue what we were doing. And we're so overwhelmed with so many things going on that the kids changed. So this episode, which we're, we're going to talk about, you two was not involved in this episode until about 10 days before the Johnny drama birthday story was not in there at all. And it all amazingly came together. So, uh, you know, it's amazing because, again, I know we always say this, but this really is just a fucking epic episode, Great episode. Of, of television. I forgot that that was one, a lot happened. You two and Comic-Con in one yeah. episode. Yeah, yep. which which again, it wasn't. It was the Comic-Con episode. And also, we got to talk a little bit about this. Comic-Con in 2004 is nothing compared to what I it, never uh, heard of it. At that well, point. I read either. the script. I, I did not either. know what it was. You know, what's wild now is like in the episode, you guys are making fun of it. It's a geek fest. It's this. And the truth is because none of us really heard of it then. And superhero movies were not in favor then when we're making mm -hmm. fun of Aquaman. They're now, obviously, it's everything. And Comic-Con is enormous. And if you have a movie, you have to be and want to be at Comic-Con. But back then, it was drama's thing. He was the guy yeah. of Comic-Con and he was almost, you know. And also, too, it's not even comic movies anymore. Like regular movies go to Comic Con. Yeah, it's and crazy what it's become. Mostly horror it's films and sci-fi films. It's become a bit of a shit show. But back in the day, I mean, I had no idea. I'm like, what is this Comic Con thing in San yeah. Diego? And <laughs> what was great is you had drama walking down the hall. He knew everyone. Yeah, Comic Con. Hey, I, what's up, Bob? Hey, Ralph. I, I, I say this all the time, but I love everything you're doing in this episode. And and 
Uh, I'm not going to lie. I love myself in this episode. Yes, Good. You, do. <laughs> you should. You should. But we're, and we're going to delve into all of the great things that that came together to make this episode happening from Brian Burns literally delivering YouTube. Brian is a producer on the show and a writer and uh, getting us YouTube. But I don't know. Let's wait just... a second. Now, I, I heard Jeremy Piven had something to do with getting it's, YouTube. it's funny no? this is this is as bad as hug it out this one has been so heavily debated for so long <laughs> yeah, i yeah. mean listen what happened was i was struggling with the episode trying to figure it out i had the guys go what to are you Dodge- trying to figure what out we had comic-con and you were trying to figure like a wraparound story I, or i wanted like an exciting environment so the opening of the episode was going to start at dodger stadium it wasn't really going to be about the dodgers or anything like that but the guys were smoking pot and the dodgers turned us down and you know this is season two i'm writing i'm on set and like rob weiss and i are screaming at each other all fucking day it's like <laughs> it was a lot of stress it's your birthday too right well, it was my, your birthday. Well, That's my, right. My birthday was coming up, and I was going to the YouTube concert on my birthday. But I walked into the office, which some people might have viewed me as moody. But I walked into <laughs> no, the office. Not you, you Doug. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. charmer. <laughs> and I, I walked into the office, and I said, Brian Burns, who's, you know, a very close friend of mine. But Brian, you know, Eddie Burns is Brian's brother. And they travel in some big circles. Every year they go on this trip that Brian, I'm not saying he's a name dropper, but Brian goes on this trip with Bono, <laughs> Tom Hanks. And, like, they go to, like, uh, uh, not Park City. They go to Deer Aspen Valley or something. Or Deer some, Valley. One of those fancy places that Irish kids like you guys go to. Brian Burns is a good Irish kid also. <laughs> <laughs> you should call him. But anyway, it's this great list. I think Sting. I don't know. This Bruce. Oh, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, are you on first name basis with Bruce? No, Burns is, though. If you can fucking no, he's believe not. I swear to God, Brian Burns is on a first name basis we got to get Bruce. Burns in here, too. We have to have him. Yeah, we Come should. I, you know what? We we should. Brian Burns, I walk into the office and I go, okay, Brian, Mr. Fucking Producer, why don't April 6th is my birthday and I'm going to the U2 concert. Why don't you get them for the show? If you're such good friends with Bono and you <laughs> ski with Bono. And I swear to you, there is 0% chance I think there is he's going to be able to deliver on this. I'm not even being serious. Well, I'm just smart like, money. That's a smart money bet. Doug. You know, all, <laughs> but also the show's barely aired season one yet. So we don't have like some big platform that people are dying to get onto. And this is you two, you know, in 2004, they are huge. They sell out. Every, I mean, they still are, which is crazy. But so Burns calls the next day and he's like, you two's, you two's in. I'm like, it's a ridiculous call again. What does that mean? Right. What does that mean? You know? And, and then of course, cause I'm a, I push, I said, okay, so they're in burn. So what does that mean? Can Bono say something on the stage? And he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, see if he'll say anything. So we get the call back. Bono will say one line at the concert at the Staples Center, April 6th, I believe 2004 or five. Now we honestly sit down in the writer's room, which I think is interesting for how things come together. And we take a script that was already done and we go, okay, Comic-Con is a big part of this, but now you too has to be a giant part of this. We can get Bono to say what? So we decided that you guys are Irish. Dylan would love you two, the Irish flag. Yeah. And, Bono would yeah, probably love stuff. Irish crickets. Bono yeah. would love Irish crickets. <laughs> but we're like, okay, you know what? Let's build it around Dylan's birthday. So this whole other layer of the script comes in that was not there a week earlier. And it's okay. We're going to the U2 concert, Dylan's birthday. And then the structure was so messed up. And I noticed because I watched the episode. I with, was just going to ask you this. I Why watched, the mislead yeah. with the first concert? Why would I, you do that? Yeah. I watched the episode with Dylan today and I had the same confusion which is nuts like what's happening here but what happens in the beginning of the episode is they're at the U2 concert 
Why is it day? Because it's easier to shoot during the day. Well, also, too, I mean, you know, that that's totally reasonable that you could Sunset. go if it's yeah. the right time of yep. the year. You go to the and we drank. That was the real bar. That right? was the, the real, real bar. Mm-hmm. But but why that happened and why we did that is because it was all written as it was going and we didn't know when it was going to happen. And we had to shoot something at the Staples Center. Otherwise, we weren't going to get our days done. So we had to come up with what's the beginning of this episode and, <laughs> and how this story comes from is my friend Paul from New York, Long Island, who there's a lot of Johnny drama in him. The, the, the idea for it came, he got tickets when the Big East tournament was the big thing in New York, college basketball. He was a real cheap guy. He's the guy that I got the uh, French fries where drama sells his used French fries. Do you remember that episode? No, I yeah. don't. Like, the Big East tournament at the Garden? This the biggest yeah. tournament at the Garden when it was I big. I used to go every year. Anyway, great. this three, guy... watched three basketball games in one day. It's right, great. it was awesome. When St. John's was the thing in Georgetown, yeah. and it was great. Yeah. But but Paul called and said, I got tickets, which Paul was not the guy <laughs> who ever delivered tickets. But we're all like, you got tickets to the Big East? Yeah, and they're good seats. I'm like, all right, so we all go to the Big East tournament. We get there to the Garden. I actually, we got Heather Andelsman in here. Larry might have been with us, her father. But we get there, and the guy's like, these are counterfeit. And he literally sends us away. What like, a cl- Five. That's, that's happened to me before, too. What a at clown. the garden. Yeah. So we're like five losers who were not there. So that's where the start of the episode came that, that Ari somehow had the wrong tickets. His assistant handed him the wrong tickets. And now Drama is going to be bitter about this on his yeah. birthday. Clippers all day. tickets. Yeah. There, there was a couple of things that I noticed. We had our, our exterior walk and talk outside of the Staples Center. I had two thoughts when I was watching it. First of all, we're now comfortable in the crowd, right? Because we've now done couple fights we've done a laker game yeah we've done uh sundance i think was a big hurdle for us right mm-hmm. and then now we're there and also too the show was kind of growing if you watch now granted we always were able to get away with that because vince is uh is a movie star but you can see heads turning by that point oh can you i didn't yeah really if, if you look at the background they're like oh wow the entourage guy i remember it was shooting. tough getting that shot because there was we called them bogeys there was always someone like hey turtle or, <laughs> right exactly. you know and if they say hey vince that works but right. they wouldn't know turtle right. right but it made it okay that they were kind of looking at us but yeah. to me i could see them going oh it's the entourage guys uh, if you really look close. i'll have to look again and obviously i mean you guys correct me if i'm wrong we shot that the day of the concert of obviously. course we yeah. shot the ex- so, i'll tell yeah. you we shot the exterior walk and talk we moved in for the stuff at the lounge where we have the, the bad, the bad, wrong tickets. And then we waited for it to get dark and we went in to the concert yeah. and shot. And so that's day. the thing. That's why it happened, though, because you we, need a full day. Yeah, there. we couldn't just mm-hmm. go to the Staples Center and shoot the right. concert for one line of dialogue. You I mean, had to yeah. have a page count. Yeah, yep. we had yep. to have some stuff done. So that's where we came up. And I'll be honest with you. Like, I watched it with you today. But last night when I watched it by myself, I was so confused. I was like, yeah. what is going on here? Why right. Why are they here? What's happening? So it does play better the second time. So yeah. hopefully, it, di- yeah. it didn't bother me. I just thought it was peculiar. Yeah, but that, peculiar. that's mm-hmm. what it was. So, I mean, these, these guys, Vinny Chase movie star, actually went to the Staples Center did not have tickets and left because yeah. Johnny Drama believes that scalping is not for the <laughs> like not a man of the yeah. people move and Bono would disapprove of it, which is just yeah. I mean it's it's silly, but it was really all done for production reasons and you know I it think is it- massive 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 production value no doubt because then we went and you know we shot our version of Comic Con and that was Marina Del Rey all yep. of it yeah yep. that was Marina Del Rey and Dylan and I were laughing there's the there's the this shot where we're driving down the PCH, and what do you say? I'm a man of the people. Yeah, Dylan's yeah, talking. Yeah. To Dylan the, and I the, were the no scalping thing. Yeah, yeah. Dylan and I were, were reminiscing about Jerry 
was like three or four days off cigarettes. <laughs> and he He's was very ready grumpy to that eat day. glass. He was ready to eat <laughs> glass. And I just remember all of us walking on eggshells like, Jerry, no, sure, Jerry, Jerry's fine. Like everybody just like hands off Jerry. Jerry yelled at Gary Goldman. It was he awesome. He snapped. Gary <laughs> totally snapped Gary, on Goldman. Gary, Gary Goldman's our AD. And our Jer- AD. And Jerry Ferrara is, is as sweet as they get. So yeah. not... But well, that's when you quit four. smoking, oh, yeah. you quit smoking. It's a problem. Oh, yeah. So what happens is for people that don't know, when they're shooting these shots, they would have a walkie-talkie in the car, right? So, you know, there's a lot going on production-wise. So they're like screaming at us on the radio, which, look, there's a lot going on. Sometimes you got to do it. So Jerry is driving and Gary Goldman is yelling at all of us on the radio. You guys got to turn around. You guys got to turn around. I had the walkie-talkie. Jerry turns around and through his seat. He's like, give me the walkie-talkie. I'm like... <laughs> Jerry, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't be don't, that guy. I can't give it to you. I can't give it <laughs> Give let it me, to you. You gave you it to tell him, me. And I've said, all right, let him have he it. Gary, it. I'm doing my best. It was it was pretty funny. We gave <laughs> Jerry apologized to him immediately, but uh, that's the smoking cigarettes is powerful. Yeah. So nobody nobody smoke and don't quit in the middle of a uh, production. That was a, I'm like, can't can't you make it through the rest of the season? And quit on your own time? <laughs> we're we're all scared here. But I, I got I quit three times during this show. Yeah. Did you have any this every time we would do like bong hits and you know, all the all the weed was all cigarette tobacco, and I fall back into it because everyone else smoked. Did you ever have any meltdowns while trying to quit? Not no, like that, not really. No. Not like I, that. I, so Jerry's <laughs> meltdown, and I do maybe at home. I Dylan did. would quit in the off season. <laughs> Dylan would come in would. already off them. What I would do is I'd make a like five hundred dollar bets right. that I will not smoke again. And we know Next how you, you are. You're very tight. With that I never stuff. got any money, so <laughs> nobody ever paid me. Well, I want to reiterate that Jerry Ferrara is not known for set meltdowns or bad behavior, but we're saying this was somewhat epic. This was memorable. Jerry will be happy to tell you that he, he had a meltdown that day. Also, too, Doug, I have to apologize, and I stand corrected. When we first showed up on that set that day, that first day of Comic-Con, I was kind of rolling my eyes. I'm not going to lie. thought, <laughs> This is a little much. Like the valet guy's an alien. I'm like, what the fuck? That was fuck? great because I go, hey, what's up, Bob, or whatever. Like, I'm the like, guy's got the a huge mask on. Like, we're really fuck pushing it. I thought we were. But I literally had no reference. And as Dylan and I learned the hard way in Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Arabia <laughs> Comic-Con, let me tell you something. Johnny Drama's booth, Viking Quest booth, had a lot Comic-Con, more action than we looked had. like OTB compared to Dylan <laughs> yes. and I in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so your booth in Saudi Arabia was huge? No, there was nobody there. There was just nobody there. It was just empty. It was empty. They hated us. They hated, they humiliated. It was humiliating. Which is so (laughs) weird, by the way, because I know, look, I know we're not big in in the Arab nations. We're just not. I wish we were, but I got a call. I won some award in Egypt. Jesus. I'm still not sure if it's like like a scam or something. I want to say they want to set you up. First of all, we are kind of big there, I feel. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I I won an award. a ton of cameos from. Well, I won an award. Nobody was there at all. So it wasn't embarrassing because there was no one there. I checked into the Four Seasons in Cairo and it was a long flight. And I like dropped my bags. I laid down on the bed. I turned on the TV and Entourage was on TV. What? In the Four Seasons. And there were people dubbing our voices <laughs> in Egypt. I almost you fell off the bed. You should take a video of that. I almost fell off the bed. You know, it, it actually came through Domenico Vodka, who made all of Jeremy Piven's suits for the show. 
I get a call. They want they, like this is now. This is this just happened last week. I win this award for it's called the Dear Guest Award, and and apparently it's a I hope it's a big thing in Egypt. I don't think it's that big. Okay, we're gonna find out. But I mean, you know, we're in the middle. It's probably of a, nothing. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We've got nothing, and and they asked me to do like a a, a, a speech. Okay, but I'm Jesus. like, All right. I'm in my backyard, and I'm like, I don't know. Title is. I don't know if I'm being speech. punked. I don't know. Like you might be getting punked. And I was thinking about you guys in Saudi. Arabia again, just to remind everyone, these guys got paid a ton of money to go to so Saudi Arabia. About I was offered twenty five hundred dollars and a free <laughs> flight to Dubai. Thank you very much for that. These guys got paid a ton of money. I was offered nothing, but they told me that people didn't really recognize you, correct? Or like at the booth, it was no, kinda... there was no one there. Period. Oh. So the whole place was pretty empty. Oh, I see. So yeah. it wasn't it, just, it was, like, no, just no, no. our issue. I right. mean, it was it like was, nobody was but going. But it was to any a booth. little bit our issue because some <laughs> of the some of the comic book kids had lines out there. They, <laughs> yeah. They block. did have a couple, yeah. You and I did nothing but sit there and make fun of each other. Well, I did a little bit better than you. Let's call yeah, it like it is. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. I, I was saying, many do me, I was saying, do me a favor. Go over and uh, grab a quick shot. I of feel my buddy sorry Dylan. for Connelly over there. Look, he's crying in his booth. Dylan. Oh, my Listen, God. He didn't a... have his own booth. They didn't have an e-booth, did they? Oh, yeah. They, we each had our own booth. Yo, we had stacks of photos. When I mean stacks, I'm talking three feet high stacks of photos. I'm like, some. I was. I took half my stack and hid it under the desk because I was embarrassed. Wait, <laughs> you're being funny. Just so I can paint this picture, you're telling me you go Adrian, Kevin Dillon, Kevin Connolly, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, and you all have separate booths. We're yes. separate booths all and lined then up. Eventually, I said, Hey guys, let's all get together. That's what we, we did. Yeah, we said let's get be in the same booth. That way, we can share in the humiliation. <laughs> And we can Seriously. talk to someone. We can talk to each other and thumbs. we can share in our humiliation. And then then I helped Dylan move some pictures. <laughs> but <laughs> that is just bizarre. Like but and Comic Con, you know, was just, wild. Just for the Comic Con Dubai people. You could have paid me. They had no more value than I did. I mean, it's like, right well, or wrong? Well, I think that was their first one, and it's going to grow. So yeah. hopefully so next be year I'll get $5,000 over. Yeah, time. maybe you'll get yeah. five. I don't think you get the... I don't think you get the invite. <laughs> it's sad. I don't know it's if we get sad. the invite, Kevin. I, I was going to say, like, Kill and I, we might have talked ourselves out of that well, invite. I might, but you have no chance. I you, definitely. You didn't, right. I don't think you got rid of five photos. No, well, that's not true, but I also, we were out running around. We caused some havoc behind the scenes. The government did not have us back. I didn't. And also, just reminding a story we talked about earlier on the podcast, but I mean, you go to London Heathrow Airport, there's one of the biggest escalators you've ever seen. Dylan decides to freaking, what do you call it? Like skimmy down this fucking thing oh, and almost yeah. kills himself. I don't know that there's a name for it, but I was just slide down the escalator. Right. Dylan and I got hammered on the plane. Yes. And Dylan decides that he is going to slide down the banister, which is about, I don't know, 100 yards, yeah. a football field. Yes. It's a big one. I can do it. I mean, I've done it forever. <laughs> but you, you almost pulled it off. I almost did, but someone was coming up on the other side, and I had to let go of my left hand. Dylan wiped out. Uh, yeah. He wiped out. He cut himself. We had to stop. I ate shit, bro. We had to stop and get a first aid kit so we could bandage <laughs> his hand so they'd let him on the plane. And the tragedy of this is, is Connolly's such not a uh, content like uh, promoter guy of like his own life. Like This would have been great content. if we would No, it was dark, video. bro. It was like really? your meltdown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was on right. par with your meltdown. It was Only because you got hurt. Like, oh, it was a small flesh wound. <laughs> it was, a, it, was a, it was a cut. And then when we landed in L.A., Dylan, we're walking the baggage camp. Dylan looks at me. He's like, probably shouldn't have tried to pull off the escalator slide. I'm like, yeah, you yeah, know maybe, what, Jeff? Maybe a couple okay. less bevies I could have pulled it <laughs> yeah, off. Back to our Comic-Con. So yeah. I thought it was over the top, but you guys are right Not on even. the money. Yeah. Right on the money. I mean, you know, again, we were early on this Comic-Con thing. It is now a huge thing. And we we didn't have a lot of money. 
and we were trying to make it look as big as possible. But anyway, you did. So, you made it look. Cheap. It did look big. Yeah, it and did. it also looked like San Diego a little bit too. It, it was at the Marriott in the Marina del Rey. So Rain Wilson plays the the blogger. I just was this mm-hmm. before the office. This is right like at the beginning of the office, and yeah. Rain, you know, because I Terry Weinberg produces the office was a friend of mine, and I said we got to get this guy because I loved him from the episodes. He's of the so office great in this. He's so good. And and he was based on a real character. So it's R.J. Spencer, but it was based on Harry Knowles. Who was Harry Knowles? So Harry then? Knowles at the time was one of the early internet bloggers, and he was somehow getting access to films early, and he was huge. Like if he but was he could right, smash you, right? He could ruin your film both wow. two months before it came out. So you really wanted to be on this guy's good side, and so we based it on him. I, I think I actually offered it to Harry to play it at first. I don't I don't totally remember, but we were lucky enough to get Rain, who you know, even watching him yesterday, this is early on in the office. Maybe it's season one, two, but he was so good. He really was. Mm-hmm. What the episode is about is that Vince, you know, in the last episode, Vince said he wants Mandy more off the movie because he can't emotionally deal with it. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, it starts off with, you know what? I can. I'm okay. I'm over it. And, you know, of course, we know he's full of shit. Well, I'll tell you what. It's the first time we saw drama in the Viking Quest gear hanging out by the pool. Yeah. I like the first it. time you saw victory, as a matter of fact, the first three times you see victory is in this episode. He says it three times. This is the first time? The this first is the first time. time. And it was yeah. a one arm. I wasn't a two armor. Yeah, he goes, oh, I'm, a, I'm in civilian waters. Yeah, right. he popped it on with the one arm victory. It's the one arm victory. He gets the sunburn. Right? And then the uh, he does it again. Oh, you know, you do it a bunch of times. I did it when I kissed Vanessa Angel. After the kiss, everyone is looking at us, clapping, and he does a victory there. Right. Yeah. Vanessa Angel, who's amazing. And also, I don't know if Kevin Connolly knows this. You know what movie Vanessa Angel was in also besides Kingpin? What? A Bond Kissing movie. a fool. Oh, no way, on. really? She was. Okay. I mean, she was. It has been two episodes without a kissing a fool reference. <laughs> oh, man. She oh. kissed a fool in this episode. She sure did. <laughs> she had to kiss Johnny Drama. But that's an angel, though, who was in the TV show Weird Science, and uh, which is one of the classic movies that was turned into a TV show, but the original movie that John Hughes did with Anthony Michael Hall, who was also on Entourage, Anthony Spies Michael Spies Like Us. Spies Like that's Us. Spies, Spies Like Us. Like that's a big movie. I'm thinking a Bond movie. Yeah, Spies, Spies Like, like us, us with Chevy Chase and Dan yes. Aykroyd. Yes. Um, and she was also in Kingpin with Bill Murray, which is awesome. And Vanessa's yeah. great. So Va- Vanessa will be here in a little bit. But we get to Comic-Con, and of course, Drama finds out that his booth, like you guys in reality, is going to be overshadowed by Vanessa Angel's booth, um, which was a spinoff of Viking Quest. And uh, that's a funny thing, because those things happen, you know? Yeah, she did three episodes, and then they gave her a spinoff. She was on your show, and then her yes. spinoff became bigger than Viking Quest. Much bigger. This yes. is the E-line. You say, didn't it last like five times longer than Viking Quest? <laughs> yeah. This is a Kevin Connolly line. I mean. Well, let's get into the behind-the-scenes stuff of this day. So this is Doug's birthday. We got floor seats for you, too. But it is up to us to get on the floor and get up close to the stage, right? We didn't get to yeah. rehearse this. How many cameras did we have, Doug? Uh, six. Jesus. Wow. And wow. none could be on. Uh, we weren't allowed to put any on the floor. So mm-hmm. they were just up around the stadium. We had no idea what they were seeing. I was on a sidekick trying to talk to people and position you guys. Who was on the other side of that sidekick? Kev, were you taking? I was yeah. one of them. And, uh, yeah, we were all, I mean, listen. We, we had a really, PA there, too, didn't we? we? We also worked, we did. We worked together as a team pretty well uh, yeah. on that one. But I also remember, the funniest thing is, and Doug, we've talked about this before, and you don't, I don't know, for whatever reason, like, look, look it's been whatever, however many years, but we have different memories of this. I remember going 
So at the end, the, the thing was that between the first and second song, that Bono was going to say happy birthday, Johnny Drama. And I said, wait a second, wait a second. So between the first and second song, Bono yeah. of you 2 is going to remember with all the stuff that's going on. <laughs> He's going to remember. It is not going to happen. We should prepare to, to do the reaction anyway. So the first song comes, it ends, and he says, happy birthday, Johnny Drama in Spanish. Yes, he did. It right. didn't happen after the first song. Definitely yes, it did. did. And I'll bet you any amount of money. I have the concert. I have I, it. I'll bet you. I'll okay. bet you. It's bet. either between, it was very specific. It was either between the first and second or the second and third. It was between yeah. the second and third. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying it was between, yeah. we knew roughly where it was going to be because then they had to. We were kind of guessing because when it ended, which by the way, we were shooting us in the crowd. So the guys could react at any point. They didn't really need Bono to say anything because mm-hmm. they could have reacted at any point. We could have edited, but we were waiting for the real moment. But after the first song ended, he didn't say it. And to be honest with you, I never spoke to Bono. So I had no idea whether he actually was going to say it. I, no... I thought it was ridiculous to think that he was going to say it. <laughs> you I know, really did. And, you know, let's talk, guys. Let's be honest. Everyone was drinking. We were all drinking. Yes. We were all there were a couple some beers. Lots of Irish drinkets. A couple Lots of Irish. No, by the way, they were straight up beers. Those weren't yeah, grip- yeah. Grippuccinos is when you're hiding. Well, I like to say they were props. <laughs> well, they were props. They were living props. The, the funniest thing, though. Doug, is you would be like, all right, uh, get the guys closer to the stage. Yeah. Meanwhile, there are fans who are already there. Like, can we stand where you're standing? Yeah. They, we literally. Hi, listen, um, I know like, this is, we're doing a movie. I know this That's, is going to sound weird, show. but we're here shooting a TV show. Is it okay if we like, stand yeah, in right. front of you? Yeah, go fuck yourself. I've been waiting here. I, <laughs> but I, nobody I, said that. They all let us kind of like creep our way bit. towards the front. One, one yeah, lady I remember got someone a little was annoyed. testy with Piven. Piven said, let me talk to her. I'm like, yeah, good luck. And uh, that didn't go well for Piven either. And by the way, you got to remember. Again, we talked that people were recognizing us a little bit outside the Staples Center, but most people did not know who we were or and did not care. They, they wanted to see you, too. They were there to see Bono. They were there yeah. to see The Edge yeah. and Bono, and, and they did not want us blocking their view. So we were trying to get closer, and you can see me because I'm next to you guys during this thing, and I'm so stressed out trying to make sure we get the shot, which I can say this with all people ask me, what's the most amazing thing that ever happened during the filming of this? And this is without a doubt it. I mean, well, so, wait a second, Doug, you were Ken, right next to us. I yeah, yeah. You were, wait a second. Yeah. I'm in the, I'm, you is can that see right? me. Yeah. So yeah. Doug came with us and Doug was standing on the floor and you can actually see him clear as day in the scene. I don't okay. even know what that means. Okay. Doug came with us. I mean, like, <laughs> you're, what you're do you mean? Like I'm an like, actor. Uh, you were, <laughs> well, I was uh, trying to basically an extra. I was trying okay. to talk to the cameraman and get you guys in position. Yeah, we all were. And here's the other thing too, Doug, that you're not going to want to give Dylan credit for, but this, I remember very, very, very clearly. And as I watched the episode today, I realized that that was the reaction that we used just because I remembered Dylan. Yeah. So when, when Bono said that, the lights went out. Yeah. He said, hey, Johnny Drama. So yep. that was on film. You got that one. Yep. But then the lights the went lights out. The lights went down and he said, uh, Quando? Please come on Johnny Drama. So Dylan yeah. looked at everybody. He's like, the lights were out. We got to do it two. again. We're going to do it again. Dylan was like a, like I, a, I did. Like I a did conductor. that. Conductor. I did that. Like, 1 million percent remember that. And, and I looked at it and I'm a hundred percent positive that that was the reaction that we used. Yeah. Uh, when the lights went back on, we all reacted like we heard it for the first time. Now, was I was also too. And Doug, this is remember how we knew because we got kicked out after he said it, we had to leave, which yeah. we were fine to do anyway. Yeah, what was up with that? Because Doug, you were wrong. There was, there was one camera allowed on the floor. 
And they said after he says it. There was it, not a camera allowed on the floor. Dave Perkle, Dave Perkle fucking just, snuck a we camera. Went rogue. Right. Yeah. We went rogue. Right. But yeah. after it was like, all right, you guys are done. So after the second song, we were done. But it all happened so quick. Did we get it? It sounded like it. He said it. But it, I don't know. It was just so hard to believe. And, Do you remember this? We all oh went outside God, of the Staples Center. We all huddled around the sound cart. Yeah, and we and all had headphones on listening. And then yeah. when we heard it, we were like, holy okay, shit. Okay, but still, here's yeah. the difference between the Irish guys and the Jewish guy. I, my entire, this is my birthday. This is my 36th birthday, I think. Yeah. My entire weekend was ruined because it was a Friday night and this was not digital, this was film. So, oh my everyone, God, you're right. Everyone could tell me whatever the hell they want that we got it and we did this. I'm like, the lights went out. I mean, I'm glad we got yeah. the guys yeah. reacting. We don't have Bono saying it. And the truth is, I saw this on Monday morning and I know I'm a diehard U2 fan. It was one of the most magical things I've ever seen in my life. I was like, I can't believe we pulled this off. And so many people did not believe it was real because yeah, the lights no. were fading like out. Like what you did, like a like you had, you did a, a, a Bono impersonator. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. theoretically. But you, you can't see clear as day. He goes, hey, Johnny Drama. He, he said yeah. that in the light. That's on camera. That's the only right. part he said on, yeah. in the light. Dylan and I have a question. Um, it felt a little... You too heavy. Now, granted, yes. of course, you get you too. Was there anything, not contractual, but I know they were promoting a new album. Did we? Why was, was there it, a full three minutes of you Was there a part of a, the deal that much. we had to do? <laughs> we felt there was a lot. It's crazy that we're saying this. We felt we were a little heavy on the U2 side. You know me. I keep things as tight and short as right. possible. But I was like. We if can, they want like, three minutes. They, we, no, I was like, we got a YouTube concert. Right. The show's over. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Like, right. But, it is yeah. It is yeah. at the end of the show, right? It's like outtakes, right? Like you're getting a sneak peek at a YouTube concert. So why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought we had it, but there was definitely a debate. Do we cut this? Which it is interesting to think about. Like the show was so good that like, okay, why are we showing a concert now? But it was freaking YouTube and it was yeah. just, it was awesome. And I, you I know, liked it. I mean, I didn't have a problem. We with then it. celebrated your birthday in the parking lot. Yeah. People have to understand, like, we were, like, giddy yeah. in the parking lot. We were yeah. so excited. We felt like we, so nailed, we got we it. Did. We got Whenever it. We got it. you accomplish something like this and with a crowd and everything, it's, it's a great feeling. Like it Comic-Con. Was, I mean, uh, like, uh, the, the Sundance. Uh, Sundance uh, yeah. episode or you the know one what? in France, the, uh, the Well, that was episode. the big That was the big one. We'll save that. But you know what I would always say I said about that day from top to bottom? It's a great fucking day. Great fucking it really day. was. And it the really tra- was. But the tragedy of my life is that uh, I you had to my- wait. I ruined my birthday because I, <laughs> I was like, we don't have it. And I couldn't sleep. Yeah, we, and- yeah, we were like, Doug, relax. Yeah, no, but but Doug, Doug is right. Now that's yeah. digital. You could watch right there. These you had to wait a day. So Doug, Saturday night, sit on it Sunday. Sometime Monday afternoon, Doug gets to watch it and yeah. see what it is. So we knew we had the audio, but truthfully... The video, the the film was probably more important than the audio. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the audio could be could be cheated, right. but yeah, it yeah. was really the whole thing that came was awesome. together. It was amazing, and uh, we're gonna bring Vanessa Angel on just in real, studio, in studio. I but like yeah. it. real quick, last things on this Comic Con episode, some good things, just good things to note. L.A. things. Craig Susser, who ran Dantana's for twenty years, and now has Craig's Restaurant Craig's. in L.A. Yep. Was in the scene with the restaurant as a good friend. Then you got to go to Craig's when you're here. And Rich Vall, who was Mandy Moore's fiance. He, he, I mean, he's like a big music producer, right? He he is a big music producer. And listen, the reality was I wrote in the script. E was a Jack Russell Terrier. So your height was, was what I wanted. It just was. So, but, but Rich Vall was actually. I didn't want your mustache. Jesus Christ. Happy November's over. I can't look at you. But Rich, Rich Vall 
he read for E, and and when before we could find you, he was really like the front runner for it, and he's an awesome guy. And it was you, great. What, what are you talking about? This is wow. the first time we're ever hearing there was a front runner. <laughs> you know, there was two guys again. Front Rich, runner. Rich it was his to lose. Listen, Rich Tyler <laughs> wouldn't have gotten greenlit. Rich is me. Rich is great. <laughs> And everyone that tested for this or read for this, we had good people. No, every the guys we got were the right guys. So for all actors out there, Rich was a great actor and he was really good. But I was always looking for what I was looking for. And the day and here I am, the day Kevin Kevin Russell in the booth. You still get to look at me, and I you're just thinking warm and fuzzy feelings. He's mad at me for some reason. I'm not mad at you at all. I'm not Uh, mad at you at all. Your mustache just makes you look like you're in a bad mood. No, I just try to. I just try to. I just try to maintain focus. You do. You're the last. Last time I have to look at these stashes. Yes, yes this is it. Doug Tank, the uh, fundraising aspect of it. I tried again today. To, I tried again today. I mean, Connolly, uh, you I, are I, I offer my marketing help. He doesn't want it. Did you, guys, the, you made a p- couple bucks, though, right? Eh, Doug, Doug came up a little short. Doug you came know, up a little short. I, um, but listen, we got Vanessa Angel in the house. So let's get uh, Vanessa Angel. Welcome back. We've got just a great friend of the show and <laughs> friend of movies we've known each other a long time and uh you're awesome vanessa angel how you doing i'm doing okay considering it's such a weird year yeah it's yeah. pretty yeah. awful but kevin Dillon seems to be working all the time though so not well. all the time I mean, i'm lucky I have to be working at all really. yeah and we all are we got this thing so that's good yeah this pays a lot <laughs> you know i listened this morning to a clip that you did a, a on a show and I didn't realize that I was part of kissing a fool that almost like tanked your entire career. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel so horrible for being a part of that. No, kissing a fool was an independent movie, as you know. Yeah, you, you got. Oh, I remember yeah. Steve Alexander from CA sent me the script. He's right. like, "This guy is going to be the. He's, uh, this uh, is like the best guy that we've signed in like yeah, twenty years." Yeah. And, and I read the script and I loved it. And yeah. I was so, so but I mean, kissing a, kissing a fool, as you know, you didn't get paid on. Just like Kevin and I don't get paid by Connolly here. But <laughs> you, you know, it's it's. It was a million and a half dollar movie right. that sold to Universal Studios. They released it yeah. like it was a giant movie. We did the big premiere. We I mean, the, yeah. I had giant Doug's offers. Doug's dad paid for that premiere. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I had giant offers. And then the second the movie came out, like, that was it. And it was an independent movie because nobody released it like it was an independent movie. So for everyone out there, like, you got to ignore everything. It's a good movie. It's, yeah. it's a what? really I got to see this movie. I, like, Kevin, I think it? we're going to have to see this movie. Oh. I saw it, bro. I such a, okay. yeah, it's a sweet by the way, it's movie. very well Funny, done. Okay. It's I, excellent. I gotta be Do we honest. We need with to you. talk about it every week. To, <laughs> I don't think so. To be very clear with everybody, I could care less whether you ever see it or not. That wasn't my point. My point for everybody listening out there independent films, if you can make a movie and sell it to Universal Studios, your life should go a lot better yeah. than mine went after that movie <laughs> came out. Because what happened was they put it on the cover of Variety like it was a studio movie, and it wasn't. And yep. they said this was like the downfall of the of the Universal marketing staff. <laughs> okay, they wrote it <laughs> like it was literally on the cover of Variety. Conley's, by the way, doing his other job over there. He's yeah, gone. I mean, I'm We've just like, if him, I have so. to talk, I can't. So, all right, <laughs> what would you like to talk about? Not Kevin? kissing Jump a fool. Jump in. Talk, you want to talk, you wanna talk that? Van- well, talk about I want to get into Entourage, but Vanessa's been in some of, I mean, first of all, Chevy Chase is like my idol. So, you know, Spies Like Us, you did. Ackroyd and Chevy Chase. Right Wait, like I said earlier, right you had to kiss a fool in this episode. <laughs> you had to kiss Johnny Drama. But I think, because we, we'd worked on a movie like a year before Entourage. Yeah, Remember that did, vampire yeah, movie? Yeah, the vampire thing. Yeah. 
I think we kissed in that, right? Yeah, we kissed in that yeah. one too. But no, I was your ex-wife, so maybe we know. Oh, I think you yeah. kissed the other. Yeah, trust me. Dylan tries to end. You just I love her. Remember, our, right? our, our kiss in Entourage was great. That though. was a good kiss. And that was that the was second victory, I believe, that, or maybe the third victory we saw. The victory yeah, at the yeah. end. Everyone's clapping. Great. At- okay, so you know how this whole thing came about. You, no, don't, you don't remember. I don't well, remember. I was like bugging you about being on Entourage, and I wanted to play Dana Gordon, right? Really? And you're like, yeah, and and you were like, yeah, those are like a string of emails. I think I still have them. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, you're I like, nice. well, I think of, thinking of somebody a little more corporate, and of course, Constance was brilliant, and couldn't imagine anybody else. And then I came. You're like, come into the office, and we'll like we'll have a discussion about you know like right. what, what can we do. So I came into the office, and uh, I had just been doing Stargate. And I, for several episodes. And so I was invited to uh, conventions. And I'd had, my first panel was, I was mortified because people start to ask you like the very specific questions about, well, when the goals, you know, return to the, and I, you know, I mean, (laughs) I'm like, they know more about your character than you do. do. And I felt so bad. And so that's when you incorporated some of the questions that you got in that scene. Yeah, yeah. Because you you thought it was hilarious, like what the behind the scenes of a convention and how crazy it is. So just wait, just so I'm clear. So you you guys did Kissing a Fool and then you and Kevin did a movie together. What's the name yeah. of the movie? It was called Out for Out Blood. For Blood. <laughs> it's a vampire movie. It's a vampire vampire is that where you got your vampire fangs that you wear for 27 years? Yes, I did. Uh, As a matter of fact, every Halloween, yeah. I would wear the contacts and the fangs. Yeah, we had contacts and prosthetics. Yeah. So that only, like, it was creepy. happened at the end. I think you were a vampire before. Yes. I was a vampire. Yes. But, yeah, <laughs> and that's still not a fun sitting, sitting in makeup for like four hours and the and teeth I, you couldn't even like really close your mouth you know you couldn't eat right. anything you can, yeah and i remember i remember one time one time when they were, you know when you, you want to get out of there when you're done and like i remember i ripped the thing off and like my eyebrow like oh, came yeah. off or something <laughs> the prosthetic like, eyebrows yeah. and well, I think the yeah. most exciting, enlightening thing about this, though, is Vanessa helped come up with these ideas. And I do yeah. remember do that Do you remember now. we had several phone calls? I came into the office wow. and then we had several phone calls because I kept remembering, like, funny things that happened right. at and conventions. You know this is a good lesson for any actor out there, Kevin Connolly. If you read the scripts, you can actually, you know, provide some, some clever <laughs> content. I don't read the scripts. <laughs> I mean, you can go, hey, here's an idea. But I, I totally do remember that now because I didn't, when we started Comic-Con episode, I had no idea what Comic-Con was. So I had just learned learned about it through you and through whatever yeah. else. And uh, it's wild. So, but I wanted to hear a little bit working with Chevy Chase oh, and yeah, Bill yeah. Murray and Dan yes, Aykroyd, yes. my like idols. How was that? Yes. Well, of course, Spies Like Us was my first ever movie. So I'm literally oh, 18. Was. Yeah, wow. I'm literally 18. Wow. I meet John Landis. Like I have, I've done some school plays and that's about it. <laughs> and uh, not really very well. So. Right. Um, and uh, so I meet John Landis and he just thinks that I'm perfect for this Russian rocket crew <laughs> member. Yeah. And uh, I remember he sent the script and I didn't even know how to read a script. Or, <laughs> but I was like, okay, I'm going to jump on board. And we uh, shot all the Russian stuff in Norway. So we were about four weeks in Norway and they shot all the interior stuff at Pinewood Studios in London because they were sort of based out of London at that point. And yeah, I mean, it was 1985. So Dan and Chevy were... We're just top of their games. Yeah. And then John Landis, too. Yeah, I mean, John Landis is, you know, Blues Brothers, Animal House, yeah. uh, a million movies. Yeah. What and, was your experience like with those guys? I mean, were they just locked into their own thing? What's 
What was that like? If you can talk, touch yeah, on. Yeah, well, I mean, John Landis is super high energy. Like he, he's he's like the most energetic person right. that you'll ever meet in this business. So, but he he makes everybody feel very comfortable. And I was completely green. I mean, I'd not done anything before, so he made me feel very comfortable. And Dan is just like the nicest person that you'll ever right. work with. Right. Che- Chevy's great, but he he was <laughs> you know he was in his heyday. He was a little bit more distant. I mean, he had his family there too, so he would sort of stay more to himself. But you know, he's very funny and he's very generous. Uh, he, but he's known for not being the nicest guy. Am I am I making that up? Yeah, or? I mean. I- it's a long time. We don't ago. want you. <laughs> we don't, we're not asking you to badmouth anybody. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, when yeah. he did his Saturday night live reunion, no one showed up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have heard that too. But I, he I've didn't do things. anything to me personally. I, so. I had a dinner with Chevy Chase, and Chevy Chase was my idol. I named my first pet cat named Chevy. Did <laughs> he you was really? literally my idol, and I had a dinner, which I think is a funny story. I don't know why you're, you're fucking I mean, you yawning. Named your like, first boring, cat right? Chevy? I named him Chevy, yeah. Chevy was a... Uh, I love Chevy Chase, but I had a dinner with Chevy Chase where it's funny. I'm sitting there, and I'm nervous. I'm young. It was like one of those early meetings that an agent sets up. Like, who do you want to meet? Yeah. I'm like, Chevy Chase. He wasn't even like Chevy anymore, but I was excited to meet him. And all of a sudden, at the restaurant, I hear, Ellen! Doug Ellen! Who do you think that is, Kevin Connolly? At the restaurant. Ellen! Dog Ellen! Rob Weiss? Peter Sussman is oh, screaming, Sussman, yeah. <laughs> screaming across the restaurant like while I'm sitting with Chevy Chase. So anyway, that was my dinner with Chevy Chase. Well, well know, how che- was it? Chevy and Bev. Have you, have you had Bev on? Because Bev is one of my good friends. We're going to have her okay, on. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, we're going to have her on. Love her. Beverly D'Angelo we're talking about. Who did vacation with Chevy yeah, Chase. Yeah, she's a good friend of yeah. mine. I love her. The dinner, so you asked, the yeah, dinner, how was the dinner? The dinner was amazing. Oh, and yeah, Chevy right. Chase talked about, because for anyone out there, comedy, one of my favorite moments in the history of movies is in Caddyshack, where the fight breaks out in the pool room towards the end, and Chevy Chase grabs the doctor who's not involved in the fight around the neck. If anyone watches Caddyshack, they'll know what I'm talking about, but Chevy said he improv that, so I, I, nice. I was appreciative. But so you I, had a good experience at your dinner I had Chevy a great Chase. experience, and I love Chevy All Chase. Right. So. Yeah, last time I saw Chevy was at Bev's, actually, and that was probably... Seven years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, he'd well, mellowed. Right. <laughs> he'd mellowed some. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's some humbling yeah. stuff we've all been through in Hollywood. Yes, so yeah. let's talk yes. Entourage, Vanessa. Yes. How, how was the experience? How was it? It was the best job I've ever done in my entire <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you were a good actor because I was like, wow, she sold me on that. You know? I thought you no, meant I, it. <laughs> no, I did mean it. I oh, did. I'm not. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, no, it was it was amazing. There was this very. It was only the second season, I think, on Entourage, yep. but it was a very special energy on that set. I think mm-hmm. we shot at the in at a hotel in Marina del Rey, yep. right? Mm-hmm. But but there was something different. There was something different about the energy on Entourage. There really. I mean, I was only working like maybe four days or something. Yeah. But but I don't know. I mean, I it, you you actually felt like something was happening. I know that sounds so no, weird. No, I hear you. But you felt like something. But, I mean, I, I mean, I, even when I read the pilot, I knew it was going to be a hit. But, but it just had this feeling that everybody was just kind of in tune with this thing that was just working. You know, but it, you know? Really, it really yeah. is. I believe that it's it's proper casting, and when you mm. get that group of these guys, like you almost can do no wrong. It's like just kind of like find their strengths, and and everybody that we would get to come on, you included, we just had 
great people and it did to me it always felt like we had a family that, yeah it you felt know, like a big extended family i mean yeah. you know the crew i mean everybody just felt like an extended family vanessa actually, were you just one episode or it was, was just, just one episode. it feels like she that did, is weird I mean, like, well, more we than one episode like married and happily ever well, after right yeah i mean something should happen you should have definitely come <laughs> back somewhere but I mean, also too the reason why it feels that way is because that became viking quest and that yes. victory yeah, and all that, that became that's such that's a big an angel thing. quest and, right yeah. all, all that it feels like it was bigger so much happens in this episode. I mean, it's you too. It's Comic Con. But I got to be honest, you too. But I'm shocked you did one episode because it really does have an impact that I, I really. Mm. But right up yeah. to us calling the podcast Victory of the Podcast, by the way. Right, right. Yes. It, it, exactly. It's still paying off. The but Victory I mean, of the Podcast. Right. But even like the Angel Quest thing, I just, I don't know. It has a it has a more impactful impact yeah, to me. And I don't know why we never figured that out. And you, you've always, you called me Angel from the beginning, right? <laughs> I remember when I first I met you in Chicago, I think. Yeah. I don't know. You yeah. just were like, Angel. Well, you look like an angel. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, I almost yeah. changed my name, too. I mean, really? that was my birth name, but yeah, yeah, because I felt like it sounded like a porn star or something. You know, like, oh, this is going to really like... No, I think it's a sweet I think it's a sweet name. I don't think it sounds Agreed. weird. You know, in this episode, we had three porn stars, so no. Yeah, I I feel like they that, saved the day. They might have saved Vince's career. They do save well, the day. Yeah. So I, I remember my, the direction from you when the first scene you see me and we're in the lobby, the entrance of the lobby, and I see you. Yeah. And, you, and you come up to me, just, just be really sweet. <laughs> just be really sweet to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, like, well, that's a stretch. And then <laughs> and I'm being sweet to you. And as soon as you walk away, I know I'm you're like, like I bitch. hate that bitch. <laughs> I, I, that is, that's why, that right? is what is so funny about it. Because you really, I watched it last night and this morning again. You could not be nicer. Yeah. And, right. And, and you told me that's what you said. And, that was your direction. And were like, she's so great. She's yeah. perfect for you. <laughs> I'm like, I hate that bitch. And, and uh, you know, we talk about Dylan all the time. There's very few actors that could get away with with saying that right. and you not go what right. the fuck because you right. know there is that which we didn't discuss it during the episode but it's one of my favorite lines in the history of the show and the way you deliver it, it is so which perfect. is uh, I forget exactly I'm rejecting you yeah. before yeah. you can reject me <laughs> well that's how there's something because so I have a crush. sweet and endearing yeah. about you I mean about yeah. you Kevin but also no playing it is Johnny there was something so Vulnerable. And as an actor, you know, being in this business, obviously the show has even more meaning because you get all the... I mean, I was watching that that scene where you smash the, the windshield yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah. And then you get the the call about, like, you got the job. You yeah. know, it just... I mean, not that I've ever done that with the like, <laughs> golf club. You try. It's a lot of fun. But, but it <laughs> you just... Yeah, you get, yeah. I mean, like, I get that. Like, I get that, like, kind of angst and all the stuff mm-hmm. that comes with being in this business and well, I think, the ups and downs. I think, and, and you just yeah. portrayed that so perfectly. Well, I think drama's character really sums up what the whole show is and that and that entire journey and struggle and the fact that, like, you have a spinoff that lasted like yes, four times longer than the show that he lives off of forever, you know? It's like, those are the worst things that could happen to somebody, you know? <laughs> Well, I have that true story of Xena. You know, I was cast as Xena right. initially, and I got sick, and I can go. And it was it started out as a three part Hercules, and uh, and yeah, and I ended up and I became and then they that character was so popular they spun it off into like Xena, and they wow. and they and they re and they and they actually cast Lucy Laws because it was right over the holidays, and they needed to find someone in in uh, New Zealand that was already there, and it was wow. a, this is a long crazy yeah. story, but. But, uh, so but I, literally, I literally have to live now with the fact that I could have been Zena, who who does who's like an icon in certain circles. Yeah. Well, those <laughs> Comic Con circles, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, Vanessa, literally. we were we were telling, I was talking about when when I walked onto the set that day. A, I had never heard of Comic Con. 
I thought it was a little. Really? Uh, when we shot it, I mean, now it's a staple. Now no. it's huge. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, I, I didn't like, hear. I feel either. like we're going a little. I thought it was a little over the top, and then come to find out, it was the furthest thing from over the top. Yeah. But you were the one helping feed Doug. Like, hey, this happens. You were involved yeah, with pitching yeah. some stuff to Doug. Well, I did. I did. I actually did the San Diego Comic Con. Before it was even popular, I think in 1985, no, not 85, 1995, when I was doing Weird Science. Right. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I remember them like, you know, as a part of the universal thing. And it was like small. I mean, it was like, a, yeah. it was like you'd go and do a, like a small town convention in, you know, I don't know, Santa Fe or something right. now. Yeah. No, and then no, it just became huge. Like yeah. literally within a few years, it just blew well, up. Well, I mean, it's, you, you, I mean, you were doing Stargate, so maybe you mm. were doing things like that. But, you know, now it's every movie wants to be there. And yeah. Promoting. No, so you no, still do it, Vanessa? Promote. Do you still go? I, yeah. I, I mean, obviously not right now because the pandemic. But uh, yeah, no, I probably do about two conventions a nice. year. And, you know, you get to, like, I, you know, I've got to go to London. And, like, there's places yeah, you can cool. go. Like, well, I got a free trip to London. And not yeah. only that, you can earn money. Listen, Emmanuel, yeah. Emmanuel is doing the new um, version of Superman. And I said, Emmanuel, you could be making money for years to come oh, yeah. when the show is over. You bounce around, especially yeah. if you become on, on one of those shows. There, there's tons of money to be made at Comic-Con and these these conventions. Dylan and I went to Saudi Arabia. Nobody, nobody knew who we were. It was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, really? yeah. By the way, Vanessa, nobody came to our that's booth. So, that's Saudi Arabia. Like Johnny to, Drama. They offered me twenty five hundred bucks to join them. So, uh, <laughs> thanks a lot. So, how are you doing during this pandemic? I mean, oh, it's been a horrible year. It's been the worst year. I mean, you, I know for everybody. So, I hate to. So, what are you doing? To, what are you doing well, to like keep yourself sane? I mean. <laughs> I saw your pen. I saw your I pen. I'm just wondering. You know, it's funny because a lot of us, because you you were not a pot person before no, the pandemic. No, I'd have maybe two joints in my entire life, like in Hawaii right. on vacation. I, I was I was naughty either, and right. like the pandemic has stopped me from drinking, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking like edibles once. Now in a you're while. an addict. <laughs> I, I don't feel addicted, but I feel like it's better than the alcohol. I don't feel. I, the, I agree, like because alcohol goes right to your liver, and, and then you feel crappy right and um, look bad and, and the edibles good, now because it's legal oh, you know that you got the proper little amount of dosage in right the, in the gummy or whatever you're having right um that's the key the proper because you don't want to have homemade <laughs> yeah i had i went to a party about five years ago and i i got a homemade pot brownie <laughs> and i got like it's you have to be really careful because you can take a oh, bite yeah. and there's nothing and then you can take another bite and you've got like right. oh, 50 gotcha. milligrams yeah. of right. whatever and i literally and I remember I had like a really important meeting the next day. And so I was like really conscious of being like, you know, my best self. Yeah. And um, I got home and I was completely par- I mean, I went like to a dark, dark place <laughs> that I've never yeah. been to right. before. And I was like, I am never doing this ever well, again. That's it was the so problem. bad. It if was you hit an the wrong accident. level. You know, if you hit the wrong level, you hit the right level. It's like relaxing and you dylan you don't know edibles correct no no i know oh you do Uh, yeah yeah, i've never been able to get the dosage right right it's always too much or kyle are you edibles at all no i mean i i do but to vanessa's point and what kevin is saying is that the good thing about edibles being um regulated i guess Mm. is you know what you're taking she's right you know you used to smoke weed in high school you you know we bought up behind the car wash like who the fuck knows what they're doing they're scary you know exactly per milligrams and you can take i worry about kids taking them i yeah yeah. uh, you don't want kids my girlfriend's dog it's a little three pound pomeranium teacup pomeranium 
ate some edibles off the ground. And I was is that horrible. true? Yeah, this just maybe happened. that's what happened to that really? duck. Yeah. I was about to say, the, how the many animals the duck the dog, ate that? The dog was having a stroke. We rushed really? to the oh hospital. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, just Great mother of God! This is the second time the dog. By the way, ended up eating ed- edibles, so you got to be careful. Don't get them off the, floor, on the ground. Well, well, two things I'll say. I mean, they, they the proper ones come in a pretty sealed thing that a dog mm-hmm. cannot open, just like medication. So sealed, but they like look like they're can. By the way, I the, can't even open. Them. Yeah, the problem is, especially after you take five or ten milligrams, and then you're like, I, I, I'm not really feeling high. I need more. You can't get that fucking thing open. So you just got to make sure you keep it closed for but, sure. But they're candy too. They're co- yeah, cookies exactly. and candy. Not- so kids love them. So yeah. you got to be careful where you leave them. You I mean, absolutely, don't leave them on the floor. Whatever you do. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, but Dylan, Jeez. Vanessa, you weren't here for this a few months ago, but there was an incident at the Dylan household where a duck was killed. So what's going what? on over there with the animals? I mean, a duck was. Killed? Is it possible well, the duck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, is it a wild duck? Or? It was a wild <laughs> duck that ended up in my pool, and we tried oh, to okay. save it, but it somehow got out of the box, and, and somebody might have stepped, stepped on, on it, it. I, or he ate an edible. Something happened. Something happened. I'm just wondering, <laughs> just when you tell me this story, and I don't mean you, Kevin, but maybe somebody else in the house, are you watching The Undoing? Have you watched this show? I keep hearing about it, but I'm not. All right, anyway, I need to. I need to. That's on my list. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's the only word for it. You know, Doug, you look you look a little uh, um, kind of Errol Flynnish today. <laughs> well, he wouldn't even do the pencil mustache. Like I keep asking him. Yeah, to. This is I'm just like, for I feel like I'm, I'm sitting opposite some like '30s movie. By the way, you know, he hasn't been great. He hasn't been a great fundraiser. By the way, you hear that, Kylie? Kind of like '30s fundraiser. By the way, I try to do a. I tried about as much money as you would if you're I tried. In it. I try to do a video for you again today. I mean, Connolly shuts my marketing stuff down, and I, I only gotta, can do so you gotta, much. You gotta market anyway, your own mustache. You Hear what Vanessa said. I look like a '30s movie you star. You do. Like is this Errol staying Flynn, or is this is is December tomorrow? This is gone tomorrow. But what's funny oh. is you you forget you have it. So the women, wine, and weed girls were mm. here the other day, and I walked out and like you know I got my mask on, and you forget there's a mustache on, and I take it off, and like I see like two girls react like I'm kind of fucking creepy, you know? <laughs> oh. what I mean? And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these girls? And then I get in my car and I look at the mirror. I'm like, oh my god, they must. Have oh, yeah, I did not real. think you looked se- like Errol Flynn. It could be '70s sure. porn star. Yes, right? <laughs> it's really it's that. Close. It's 30s movie star or 70s porn See, star. See, I go to the classy one. I first. appreciate it. Slippery slope. Connolly tries to abuse me. That's no, kind of. I don't try. He just didn't raise any money. He just walked around with a weird mustache and raised. I mean, penny. I don't want to take Vanessa's time up with this, but I walked in here today, had a plan to post again because I can raise him about twenty thousand dollars about five minutes. That's but what you said. Really? We've been saying that for a month, but you raised nothing. Uh, okay. Let's go. Anyway, back to Vanessa. So, uh, what else, Vanessa? Tell us what else is oh, going so on this and, year. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I'm living. I've been living alone for a year and a half, so it's actually very difficult to be alone. You mean the alone. kids are gone? You broke up with someone? What's happening? Yeah, uh, Rick's gone. Yeah. Okay. Um, India is a USC She's okay. a basketball player. USC. Oh wow! Yeah, she mm. plays basketball. She's what does a she sophomore. Play? She's a guard, shooting wow. guard. Yeah, she's really Pretty good. Sick. Yeah. Wow. So there was like. 10 years of, like, getting her there. Right. <laughs> Which is really intense. Yeah. Really intense. And then intense. it's your empty nester now. Yes, empty nester, but also uh, I split with Rick, and uh, so we sold our house, and so I'm living. It's just, my life has changed a lot anyway right. before the pandemic. Right. So it's just been strange. What? I mean, I know I'm, I'm grateful that I don't have to sort of, like, homeschool my daughter and, like, do, you know, do that stuff that you have to do. Where yeah, So I yeah. know that there's many people in much more difficult circumstances for, than me. Yeah. But it's been it's been hard, right. you know? It's been hard to be alone. So I much. hear you. I got married for 90 days, so I'm a fucking moron. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. That went well. Yeah. Connolly really stepped up in that I one. I did. Really I gave we me met advice. her at the wedding. 
matter. Hey, listen, you know, the heart, the heart sometimes goes there. I don't know what goes there. I think that was edibles. I think that was too many edibles too early on. So, all right, well, this was fucking great. This was fun. Thank you, know? you so much for coming in, Vanessa. We, yeah, thank you yeah, so Vanessa. much. Yeah, Vanessa, we got to so get much. you back. And, um, you know, for everyone out there, I'm being serious. Really check out uh, Kingpin. Spies Like Us. Weird Science, the show I haven't seen in a long time. So I, I remember liking it a lot. But the movie obviously was a classic John yeah. Hughes movie. But I remember liking the show. But everyone's got to see Spies Like Us and, and Kingpin. It's really a classic movie. It's like classic yeah. Chevy Spies Chase. Like yeah. yeah, it's really And Kingpin, Bill Murray. Is, I mean, it's Vanessa. We love you. Thank you again <laughs> Thank for showing you. up. And, uh, Thank yeah, you, Vanessa. Great to see you, too. Thank you so, great to so see much. You. We got to get Beverly D'Angelo in and yes. you together. Yes. That'd be yes. fun. Any that yes. all of us. Now yes. that's an episode. <laughs> Thank Come you. On. Thanks. Vanessa Angel, what a guest. She's the best. She's the best. She oh, really fun. is awesome. And uh, I, I just, I, I love getting everyone back together because we really are. It's weird. We're all, even if we don't see each other all the time, we still have this kind of close friendship and it's, it was, it was nice. So yeah. it was great. She's a great guest and uh, we love her. Yeah. And everybody check out. Um, I mean, these are classic comedies. Kingpin. Um, um, spies, spies like, like us yeah. and kissing a fool. Oh, These are three kissing classic comedies. God, I can't. He said it again. He said it again. I thought <laughs> we had never talked about it. All right, that that's a wraps, great show, guys. Yeah, that wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. You can follow us at Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. I'm Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon official Victory. Now please shave that mustache, you <laughs> non fundraising motherfucker. <laughs> Make it a pencil mustache first. I'm gonna next year. Next year. <laughs> <laughs>